Welcome to part two of our extra special July Megasode featuring the Love is Online cast and behind the scenes crew. Today, Andy and Nikki sat down with Ben from season one to hear his experience on the show and what he thinks about dating blind. You are now listening to The Love Pod. You're here with Nikki Fox, and today I have a special guest host, which is Andy from Love. What is the name of that show you wrong? <laughs> I don't even remember at this point. Love is Love Blind, is I blind. Guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but check this out, you guys. We got another guy in the in the, our Love Pod with me today. His name is Ben from Love is Online, the Dungeon Master. Hey, Ben, what's up? What up? Uh, it, it's your it's your boy Ben, the DM. Ben said, "What up?" <laughs> okay, cool. So, uh, Ben, you're on Love Is Online. Can you tell us a little bit about Love Is Online? Um, yeah. So it it's as far as I was aware, based off the show Love Is Blind, uh, just pulling people together off the internet uh, to kind of like make connections and whatnot in a format similar to Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And um, are you able to share like your um, tags to like Instagram and stuff like that? Um, so they ended up blocking us uh, on Instagram if you had one because they'd like throw stuff up on their own Instagram. They didn't want... Uh, to like give any of the uh, daters like spoilers or like anything uh, in between okay. and whatnot. So if you had one, you sent it to them and they blocked you from it. Uh, but okay. they did have, oh, well, they do have an Instagram. Um, I don't recall what it is at the moment um, where people could get status updates and whatnot. The, the whole show, I guess, if you want to call it or experiment as we all referred to it as, uh, this all took place on a, a voice program Discord, um, so I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm pretty yeah. familiar with Discord being a gamer myself, so I was like, why not? Had, had you uh, seen Love is Blind before applying? Uh, no, actually, I did not. Um, I ended Have up... you seen it since? Come on, man. Yeah. I'm the show. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first episode uh, after, like... <laughs> So I ended up getting the the like uh, application like confirmation that I was like in it. I was like, oh snap! Like okay, so I, I figured I'd go watch the like this show Love Is Blind because like that's how they're basing it off of just to kind of I guess get my bearings on like what. And after to one, you just had to turn it off. Well, so I watched <laughs> the first episode and I'm like kind of half watching it too and like i just got so lost i'll admit like i i was like wait hold on it's like day three and people are already like confessing their love oh yeah man it's it goes fast honestly for your situation you probably didn't even really need to um to watch past see episode two or something like that because they go on vacation and i know love is online is probably not taking you on a vacation after that. oh man i would have loved it (laughs) here i am on my staycation but like vacation anywhere would be nice so how did how did you find out about love is online um so i ended up finding it because i i browse reddit pretty regularly and i'm subscribed to a number of different subreddits and one of which was the um i believe it was through online dating subreddit that's where mm-hmm. uh maitland the one of the hosts ended up posting like a 
basically the application for this, like describing what it would be like and whatnot. So I was like, why the heck not? Like, I, I've got nothing better to do with my time during COVID. <laughs> like, here I am on my vacation indoors, and it's through a program that I'm familiar with. So I figured, why not? Okay, cool. What made you want to do the show? I know well, you. I know you didn't have anything else to do, but what intrigued you about it? Well, all right. I guess uh, this is going to go into uh, details about my like online dating experiences. Um, so. Uh, I ended up uh, browsing online dating stuff. Like I, my most successful relationship was off OkCupid, um, and that was my most recent one of like over two years. Um, but like before that, I'd used a lot of like online dating apps and whatnot, and a lot more since then as well. Um, so like, it's not like it's foreign territory to me by any means, but it's definitely at least when I was using it in the past, and then most recently it's definitely changed um and i wasn't having i guess the most success on it the most recently um so i figured like why not try something different because like i let's see i guess last year i had also done some um like speed dating stuff and other like other kind of dating formats i guess because um, I don't i don't consider myself particularly su successful like in person and whatnot um like I said, more success online. So uh, ended up, why not? It, it's another online dating format. It's a little bit different. People are a little bit more, I guess, invested to having deeper conversations and whatnot. Whereas like, at least what I've felt with just online dating in general, it's just kind of like banter back and forth and like, you want to bang or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, not necessarily down with that. Okay. Uh, how long were the dates in the in the chat pods? Oh man! Um, so they opened up. We're going Eastern time since that's where majority of this was like held. Uh, like nine in the morning Eastern, up until I think like uh, six or seven Eastern. And me being on the West Coast, like. I'd have to get up at like six in the morning to like start this. Man, it sounds like the real show. <laughs> yeah, and it's ending at like three or four in the afternoon for me. So like, oh, that's early. But yeah, like that. I'm basically getting up at like nine in the morning, which is already like afternoon for everyone there. Like, and so I got a little bit of crap about that. Of like, oh, why why are you finally getting around and like messaging me this afternoon? It's like what? It's like <laughs> nine in the morning here. Come on. Yeah, it's too early for dating. The uh, Love is Blind, we would, our hours were crazy, man. They would go from usually start at 7 till like 3 in the morning. Jeez. But I mean, it was crazy. You're all in the same time zone then, right? Yeah, we're in the same time zone, but you're working on like 20 hours a day. I mean, yeah. not all of it was working, not constant, but it, it's definitely a long thing. But chatting all day, that would get exhausting, I'm guessing. So, um yeah, well, so I can understand that, too. Like, I mean, I can't imagine, like, doing all those conversations in person. Like, just being online and, like, chatting with, like, five people all at once. That that was tiring. <laughs> well, go off. But I don't want to sidetrack too much, but were you able to kind of be a little bit more yourself because you're used to kind of that format of, of dating? Um, I or chatting? 
I guess. Um, I don't know. I I guess I didn't feel as awkward as I would have, like, in person, I suppose. Like, just because I'm, like, more comfortable, like, on a screen and whatnot. But there's, like, a little bit of, um, like, disconnection at the same time, too. Because you don't, like, oh, okay. actually see the person. You don't see, like, the results of, like, what you're telling them. So there's, like, a little bit of that anxiety of, like, oh, man. Like, did it, whatever message I just sent them, are they, like, hating me for it or something like that? Yeah, especially with text because you can't get any sort of uh, sar sarcasm. is hard to do and all that stuff <laughs> is, is really hard to pull off. So I yeah. get it. So how many um, women did you form a connection with? Um, well, let's see. So there were there were 10 women, 10 men for this initial like first season of it all. Um, I mean, so I guess the, the not fun answer would be all of them simply because of just like meeting them and chatting at least a little bit. Like that's a connection right there in of itself. Um, but I guess getting a probably what you're asking is like more meaningful kind of kind of things. Um, like three or four of them out of the, the ten. Mm -hmm. So what was your kind of like, like what did you see as the end outcome for this? Um, I didn't really have too many expectations going in, uh, just because it's like just something different. Uh, I mean, I kind of did the same thing when I went and did some like, uh, this one bout of like speed dating in person. I didn't really have too many expectations for it because, uh, I kind of likened it to my experiences online. So it's like, well, the majority of these conversations are just gonna like not really go anywhere for that matter. Like, I mean, I understand I'm a weird dude or whatever. And like, I, I get it, and man. everyone chats with everyone pretty much. So it's just a matter of like finding that one like diamond in the rough, I guess. Mm -hmm. and it, it, it can take a while. Yeah. I did. I'm the same way, man. I, I, when I went on the show, there's, I, or that, you know, love is blind. I did not expect to find anyone. Cause I know how, you know, I'm a weird guy. Um, you know, like to be myself and stuff like that. I got lucky. I actually met my girlfriend the week after the show. And that's a whole other story. But no, I get it that expecting to find like a girl that you're really interested or a person you're really interested in out of a, 10 people is, is a stretch. Yeah. I mean, especially with the, that, that one successful relationship I got off OkCupid that I had mentioned, like, it took a while to, like, find that for me, like, a couple of years. Oh, mm. I got the the ultimate online first yeah. date, plus second date. So, so uh, Ben, you said that you formed a connection with three or four people um, through the process. Do you still keep in touch with anybody? Um, yeah, so I'm still actually, uh, like, as an audience member on the, the Love is Online Discord, um, they had recently done a second season, so I was there for that. So I got to see basically both sides of it as well. They definitely made some changes for the second season. They had nine people on both sides, um, and then they were the conversations were like uh, fewer for the initial days. Instead of five people, like all on the same day, like it was uh, three people one day, three people the next, three after that. So they, I think they had it a little easier than we did. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, still in contact with a couple of them. Um, one of which ended up 
messaging me after everything was done and we ended up exchanging numbers uh, and we've kind of texted a little bit here and there uh, but nice. everyone after that though it's really just been through discord through the love is online uh discord specifically uh so were you surprised by any of the final matches that went offline together mm, no uh with how some of my conversations had gone with some of the gals there uh i mean it it became pretty apparent to me that they weren't particularly interested in me whether it was because like they weren't interested in anyone or they were more interested in another dude so I wasn't mm. too surprised that they didn't want to like match with me like I know that I don't jive with everyone and I'll say that Ben forward now <laughs> I mean I I just try to keep it real uh, you get that Nikki like and that. Andy motivation. That's what you get. <laughs> uh, ben said, I'm not with that Fugazi, okay? <laughs> but I, I would say that I guess the most surprising thing for me was at the end of it, um, I was chatting with this one gal, and I was like, oh, man, like, I'm really feeling it. And then, like, she ended up matching with someone else, which I, I definitely was a little disappointed about. Mm-hmm. It's always a bummer. Now, I know that you guys weren't able to, like, see pictures or anything like that. Were you imagining anybody in your head, like, what they possibly looked like? So, kind of. I mean, it wasn't something that I was, like, particularly focused on. Like, with with traditional, like, online dating apps, like, you get that, like, picture of them first. And then you kind of figure mm-hmm. out the personality based on the text and whatnot. And, like, all I really had to work with was, like, the the text that they were sending me of, like, their thoughts on things or how the conversation was going. And I guess as a result of that, I mean, yeah, there there was a little bit of, I guess, fantasizing of what they looked like. But I didn't Mm -hmm. focus on that too much, to be honest. Like, it's not, like, the biggest concern for me. So Andy Andy kind of experienced the same exact thing. I did. But, uh, but Ben, let me ask you this. Were you Thanks, were you Nikki. spot on or surprised <laughs> by some of the um outcomes of how people looked when they revealed their photos? I would say a little bit surprised with a couple of them and then not so surprised with a majority of them. Just mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You kind of get an idea of like someone's background and like maybe what they look like i guess like just having conversations with them i don't know you it's interesting you kind of get a feel for someone and so like then maybe you are surprised by some attributes or features but then you're not surprised by others mm-hmm. okay well if you couldn't see me i would definitely say well, what do you think i look like <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean i definitely <laughs> i definitely see that video of you so let's say Kelsey dumps me tomorrow, and I want to get into Love is Online. How do I do that? Well, I would say you would have a pretty easy time getting in because they are definitely very desperate for dudes. Uh, (laughs) Okay. For whatever reason, they've got a lot of gals applying but not a lot of guys. Um, And so I know with uh, Season 3 coming up on them – um a lot of the, so i guess a lot of the male applicants are international like a lot of guys from like canada and europe and like australia that's um, kind of cool but i guess time zones difference it makes uh, things tough and oh, ever yeah. meeting up in person is impossible and like 
from what I've found, a majority of the women that have applied are like in the U.S. as well. So like that would definitely be very awkward if they had to go to that. But they may. I don't. I don't know what they're planning. Maybe they'll bring you back. Maybe you'll yeah. get brought back as a uh, you know a former contestant. It'll be the bachelor. I mean, route. Fingers crossed. Right. <laughs> I am not opposed to doing that again. Um, but uh, yeah. So any guy that is interested in doing something like that i definitely would recommend at least if you're uh interested in i guess a relationship or at least something a little bit more tangible than just like um i don't know a little bit of banter back and forth or whatever i don't know but um it, it's pretty easy they've got some applications on reddit um i ended up shortly after season one uh starting up the love is online subreddit it's all one word. You can definitely look it up there, and you can find the applications as they use the same application from the season to season. Um, and they just, as far as I'm aware, they maintain the applications and kind of have them in a pool to pull from. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. What would you say is the best advice that you I guess you can say the best advice you gave and the best advice you got while you were on the show. Um, I'm going to say that's a really tough question because like <laughs> season one was really kind of like the wild west for everyone, like trying to figure things out and whatnot and see how things go and what worked and what didn't. Um, so I don't know. I don't think I, I got any, particular advice that like stood out to me um well did you give any good advice not particularly either (laughs) (laughs) Um, i can't win with you (laughs) yeah no so it it was interesting because i i kind of related it to my the the one experience i had going speed dating was like initially the the guys chat it just was that really like awkward like all right we're all a bunch of dudes here we all kind of have a general idea why we're here kind of thing like we're here to talk to all these ladies but like just kind of the the topics were really similar to what i'd seen in person as well with like uh like let's talk about sports and the weather and like current events and whatnot like things we like to do and like I, I found out after the fact that, like, the ladies basically were talking about, like, what questions to ask the dudes and, like, already, like, getting to it. And I'm like, well, here I am kind of taking a back seat and seeing all this, like, happening and whatnot. And I know, like, later on and like, a couple days into it, I, I'd try and ask them, like, a little bit more serious questions to see, like, how things were going with them and whatnot. But I didn't really, like, press too hard to, like, rock the boat or whatever. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I I didn't get any particularly outstanding advice, and I don't recall giving any great advice to anyone at this okay. point either. So um, has anything changed? I know you said that you were already doing online dating. You're not shy to that, and you're not new to it. Has anything changed as far as your approach when it comes to dating through the online process? Um. So not because of love is online. Uh, it's more of the whole COVID situation that my approach has definitely changed because of that. But in mm-hmm. terms of like what I'm doing and I guess uh, for the future, what I'm intending to do, I don't know that it's really going to change. Because um, 
my approach has always been to kind of gauge someone like where their head's at basically like i know a lot of a lot of like these first dates that i've had have always been like interview kind of things of like what do you do for work and like how educated are you and whatnot and like i mean you can kind of figure that stuff out just through the course of a conversation without being directly asked either and so i've Mm -hmm. been more interested in kind of like more philosophical or like abstract kind of thinking and like i know some people like politics is like a really important like topic for them and like i'm not opposed to talking about politics on the first date it's not my favorite topic by any means but Mm -hmm. like it it's definitely a good topic to kind of gauge where someone's at as well um and like both in terms of like where they're at mentally and whether you'd be compatible with them so in terms of that kind of stuff i'm definitely going to stick with that i know when Mm -hmm. i'm doing love is online i figured if i'm going to be like if everyone's kind of forced to having conversation with each other like for this like week or whatever like i'm just going to get right to some of these questions i really want to know or care about your non-negotiables huh (laughs) well maybe not so much like non-negotiables but like i'm just going to get to these weird questions i'd ask them eventually like i'm not going to like beat around the bush so so i heard you say that like you typically don't like to talk about politics on the first date. And and this is completely, I don't know if it's okay for me to ask this question, but let's say you meet someone and you guys are completely in different places when it comes to politics. Would you still date that person? Absolutely. What about you, Andy? Would you do it? Uh, no. <laughs> it, really, uh, it really depends. I don't want to drop any names or get too specific. <laughs> But I have a specific <laughs> type, and it is a type that hates Donald Trump. So, <laughs> see, I can understand that. Like, I, I live over here in a liberal city, and like, half we live the in city Atlanta. Really it is tough, man. <laughs> I believe it, it. is a like, it is a fifty-fifth. Or not all. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's different. Well, the funniest thing, the reason why I asked that question is because um, I was talking to this guy, and he literally said. I said something about um, Donald Trump. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's doing a great job. Oh, I was like, brilliant. don't call me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> Man, hate it. Like, like, are you kidding me? Like, this, even, even, I don't know. <laughs> no, I get, believe me, I'm so glad I'm not single anymore because that vetting process alone is part of the whole crap shoot of dating. I I'm not envious of you guys at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I so I can definitely see where where you two are coming from too. Like politics for sure is a very a very hot button conversation for a lot of people nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. I think like, in this particular era it is. Whereas like I think maybe fifteen or twenty years ago, I really doubt there was as much kind of I don't know. It just seems like there's this peak where it really does matter now. Mm-hmm. There's some serious, not, you know, dividing lines there. We don't have to talk about that too much more. But it is funny how that's like a, that is definitely a issue that's kind of going to cause problems, you know? Yeah. How like, Kellyanne I... Conway is married to that guy amazes me. <laughs> Kellyanne <laughs> Conway is, yeah. Sorry, keep going. I, coming from a liberal city with, like, liberal uh, views and whatnot, like, I I can definitely understand the difficulties of dating 
someone opposite to that. Um, I myself, like, I would be okay with it in the sense that they can, like, justify, um, like, what they believe in and why they believe in it. Um, like, if, if it's really, like, well, because of this and it's, like, kind of some BS reason or whatever, like, they haven't put too much thought into it or whatever, like, it, it's probably a no-go for me. But, like, if they cannot, like, think critically about the things that they believe in and, like, provide, like, standing reasons, like, this is why I believe this. It's not just, like, these experiences or, like, those, like, ideas or whatever. It's, like, these things, too. I'm totally cool with that. As long as they're, like, I guess open and accepting for the reasons I believe the things I do as well. Mm -hmm. So um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, <laughs> but besides the dungeon master, <laughs> what would your dating bio say? Oh man! Um, so I was really tempted to like send a picture of like what it says right now. Um, mm -hmm. So at the moment, just pick, pull it up and read it. I, I just want to hear. <laughs> it's, it's a little. You have to, to read it yourself for it to really make sense. I swear, it's going to sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've definitely re refreshed uh, it, I guess you could call it, a number of times. In like, is it Corona updated? Do you like have to? Did you have to up? Is that a thing now that you have to update it for the pandemic? Oh gosh, I, I haven't specified anything Corona or COVID related on mine. I figured like we're all living through this, like they they can get the idea. Like, well, I thought there would be some sort of like people saying like I'll be your quarantine snuggle buddy and stuff like that yeah. i guarantee you that's a thing Just social distance and netflix yeah yeah <laughs> oh that's uh, gotta be popular yeah uh, so in terms of that topic i have updated it in terms of the uh distance boundaries like i i used to keep it like within i guess like a 25 mile radius of where i'm at uh mm -hmm. which would definitely encompass like portland and whatnot um, but like since lockdown, I've definitely updated my distances. It's one of What's those your things, distance? It's one of those things I've thought about for a while, and I figured if I'm narrowing it to like one city, it's not fair to like the rest of the world. So at the moment, I'm <laughs> I'm up to like 500 miles right now. That's what I'm comfortable. 500 with. miles. So you're yeah. dating out. Where do you work? <laughs> have you have you met any girls 500 miles away? Have you chatted with any? Well, so the last guy I was dating, she was from LA. So, yes. Wow. So how how did that work out? Um. Well, she was up here in Portland for school for a chunk of time, and like she'd go down to LA, and it was definitely like some long distance shenanigans. And at one point, she was uh, over in Europe a couple times too. So, I mean, it was a little rough, but not the worst because there was always that like end date in mind of like oh yeah i'll be back by this time or whatever and there's also the option of me like flying out to her too mm -hmm. so um what attracted you to her um like brains, do you have a type her brains maybe i'm a zombie or something but like <laughs> you want to eat a brain <laughs> delicious <laughs> um but but uh I mean, that, that's really, I guess, the most important thing to me um, is is just, like, how and why someone thinks the way they do and, like, if they can get me to think. 
um, because I guess like my my defining factor, like the reason why I haven't killed myself, it's a very depressing question, but it, it's what gets me up in the morning. Is I I like learning, I like learning mm-hmm. new things, um, and and I'm also someone who's not opposed to thinking critically or differently about things as well, and I'm not opposed to having like my my beliefs be changed by new thoughts either. And she definitely was someone who, like, would get me to think about different things and definitely think about them differently. Um, so that, that's what I liked about her. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I do want to answer your other question, though, about my profile right now, since I've got it pulled oh. up. Okay, go ahead. Um, so right now, it's in a format of 15 things about me, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Like, that's what it reads as, but it's in a chunk of 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Um, Mm -hmm. just different things about me that I was like, if I can like categorize them and like different things too. So there's things like things that I'm interested in, things that I'm about. Um, there's some like, I guess, turnoffs for people as well. If they're like into that thing in terms of like deal breakers and whatnot. Um, but just uh, 15 things about me that I think are important for people to know. Well, that's a solid list. So do you have any um, last stories or words of wisdom wisdom to give to us before we get into a little game? Um, I mean, I can always come up with words of wisdom for a lot of things, but I mean, I, I don't know that I've got any, any one particular thing, just I guess broadly. Um, I mean, I guess overall... Just be yourself. Not everyone's gonna like it, but there there is gonna be someone that will, and you'll all be able right. to. That's what I'm all that. about, man. You gotta be yourself. <laughs> Sometimes you get what, what do they say? The, the people that for it, but it's okay. <laughs> Shut up, Andy. <laughs> I'm referencing myself, by the by, by the way, not not you. Don't worry, Ben. What well, says the people that mind don't matter? Wait, no, the people that matter matter don't mind and the people that mind don't matter right i guess whatever i don't know but i get what you're saying it's important (laughs) you get what i'm saying okay that's the only way um, yeah keep going all right want to play a game with you ben just to get to know you a little bit more we got three different games to choose from we got this or that and uh, the way this or that works is i call out two things you pick one we have i heart you tell me your favorite whenever I say a word or the first thing that comes to mind, or never have I ever. Which one do you want to play? So I love games, but I feel like I'm going to be bad at all of these games. <laughs> it's impossible to be bad at them. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let I'll let you choose, Nikki. Uh, with... This or that. I think that's the one I did. It's, it... This is this or that is an easy game. It's easy. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so there's a few questions <laughs> that he might have to I see a few on here that he might I don't know. We'll you see. might want to pass on well, I was gonna tell you. It might you be can, harder, you, you know. On. So I, I just worry that I'm gonna overthink these things too. That's that's what I'm um, worried about for a few of them. <laughs> first thing that comes to mind. So when I say this or that, chocolate or vanilla, which one? Um, historically vanilla because i love vanilla ice cream i love vanilla as like a seasoning and whatnot like vanilla is a magical flavor 
Wait, wait. You use it as a seasoning? Like, what do you put it in besides pies and cake? Uh, that, that's really it. It just goes in. Okay. <laughs> what, what, so you make pies and cakes? I mean, I, I have in the past. What I, would you consider 3,000 miles? I'm just kidding. 3,000 miles? <laughs> I'm Maybe. Just, I don't know how far you are from me. I'm just kidding. I mean, I think that, that's pretty close in terms of I'm gonna, uh, I'm what, what we actually are. You want me to look up Portland? To, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm the guest host slash uh, Portland. The research Atlanta. guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. While he looks that up, this or that, Superman or Batman? I'm going to go with Batman. Like, Superman's a good guy, all in all. Like, I like him. He, he's pretty cool. But, like, Batman, he, he's smart. He, he he knows his stuff. He Even though he likes Superman, he still has a contingency plan. Like, what if, what if stuff goes south with Superman? What if he decides to, you know, just, like, raise the Earth or whatever? Like, you got to have a plan for that. So you consider yourself a sapiosexual, huh? Uh. Yeah, if you want to use that term, I guess. I mean, because uh, everything's about being smart for you. You're like, mm, but he's smart or she's smart. I like the brains. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I consider myself more of a zombie because I'm after that, yo. Superman would have to fly 2,600 miles from Portland. I told to you, 3,000 miles. That's not 3,000, <laughs> it's 2,600. It's different. It's, it's like sooner. We'll be together sooner, we'll be even quicker. Honestly, I think so, I'd come to, Atlanta, to LA. <laughs> I think LA is like 900 miles from Portland. Oh Lord, goodness gracious! Yeah. <laughs> Marvel or Star Wars? So this this is where it gets tough. This is where it gets <laughs> tough. Like you could have been like Marvel or DC. That's a little bit of an easier I question. I told you, I like looked Star at this Trek question. Star Wars, but like that's tough because Disney owns both of those. I knew this was going to be the one that got him. <laughs> this or that. Um, I'm being tough right now. <laughs> gosh. If I had to pick between those. Like, they're both fantastic universes. And, man, so I'm a little disappointed with what Disney's been doing with the Star Wars universe as of late. Like, if we were going to stick with, like, the Lucasfilms and whatnot. We got a lot of these, man. Hands down. <laughs> that, like... I've really been enjoying a lot of the Marvel content, so I, I think I'm going to go Marvel in this case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Star, is Star Wars still coming out with stuff? No, yeah. they're done with the... Well, I guess they're done. Are they going to keep doing... I, I just... Man, the last few are not good. Yeah, I haven't watched Star Wars since I was a kid. Well... Don't judge me. <laughs> I, well, I'm not. You You stopped at a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember, though, I liked Empire... Or the, uh, Revenge of the Sith when it came out. I was in like I was probably like thirteen years old, fourteen years old, and it was pretty pretty good to me back then. Not so good now. But it was good mm. back then. Okay. Fame or fortune. I'm gonna go with fortune because like I don't know. I I'm a little bit I guess more reserved in terms of like attention and whatnot, and it's not it's mm -hmm. not something that I'm uh, like I guess actively seeking it it's a little out of my comfort zone like doing interviews and whatnot that'll be like tossed out to the internet like for all all folks to listen to at home at their leisure. you know this is gonna get tossed out for people to listen at home <laughs> I mean people will listen to it I know that 
the, the, we are number one. Uh, what what is it? Where are we number one? Something that starts a uh, Dublin, Dublin. <laughs> we are number one at Dublin. worldwide. Oh man, internationally, the world. <laughs> internationally famous soon, sir. Right. Um. So I I would orient myself more towards fortune though. Like fame's not what my goals are, and like with fortune, then I could just like do all the things I want. Okay. Uh, beach or mountains? That's not an easy one either. Like, I see this on <laughs> all the time. Like, I've like, interviewed girls that can answer these questions faster. We're going to do like four hours like of this or that this evening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in dating profiles up here in the Northwest, when people, like, like on Bumble, for example, it's like, uh, beach or mountains, it's like, I live in this area, like, why do I have to pick one? I can just drive an hour out to the ocean, I can drive an hour out to the mountains, like, boom. Um, I, I'm going to say mountains simply because they're more remote, they're a little bit more inhospitable, so they're definitely, like, harder for people to, like, go and, like, bother you on. But if I had a choice between anything, it'd be a desert, hands down. Okay, all right. Um, one night stand or relationship? That one's easy, relationship. No yeah. one ever picks one night stand. Because you sound like a dog. <laughs> you do. <laughs> well, you got to yeah. make it sound good. <laughs> a few years ago, I would have happily have said that. Like not on a pat podcast, but on any podcast, yeah, even at my peak badness, I would have been like, "Oh, I just want a relationship." Yeah, I mean, there, there's that whole sound bad thing, but uh, it, it's not something I'm all about. Like one night stands and whatnot. Like I, I definitely want like a more meaningful, like significant relationship, even if it does end in heartbreak. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> Better to have lived than lost than to have never lost at all. Or is it lived? I, I don't know. Better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Yeah, that. <laughs> that. exactly that. Boxers or briefs? <laughs> I'm a boxers kind of guy now. Okay, I'm, I'm making. I'm taking notes. Um, <laughs> boxer, boxer briefs are actually that was the hidden answer is boxer briefs, combination so, of the two. So when when I was younger, I definitely wore briefs and then evolved into boxer briefs. And like, yeah, I definitely understand the comfort holding the family jewels close. But like, I don't know, getting older and whatnot, you're like, yeah, I just want to be free. All right, all right. I can dig it. I I, I like to be free myself. She you wears, don't want to know what I wear. She wears eyes. boxers. No, look, you guys don't want to even know. Like, I have, I don't know if you guys can, well, you probably can't, but like right now, you don't want to know what I got on. But, wait like, wait till this podcast gets a me undies. Uh, <laughs> but I throw this shirt on top, and then I throw this, uh, I throw a shirt on top, and then I throw a, a, a scarf around my neck because I always have on my pajamas. <laughs> 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 so if you could choose a superpower, invisibility or flying, which one would you choose? Oh man. So there's a lot more cooler superpowers than just those two. So it's 
always silly that it's narrowed down to both of those. This, this or that. It's this or that. I know. I know. <laughs> There's like uh, literally like 30 of these. I'm not gonna do all of them. Like on okay. one hand, yeah, line, all right, all right. <laughs> places would be cool, but like you'd stick out like a sore thumb. Like you know, I'm just gonna—I'm the only person on Earth that can fly anywhere. Like that'd draw a lot of attention, right? At least the people that pay attention. So I, I figure I'd definitely lean towards more uh, invisibility. There's a lot more shenanigans I could do with that. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Pick a good one for us, Alex. Not Alex. Andy. Oh, oh, Alex. Alex. Email. oh my I'm, god. I'm a horrible person, y'all. No. All right. Coffee or <laughs> coffee or tea. That one's easy. Tea every time. I live in Boom. See, I'm gonna I pick mean, the good pizza or tacos. Oh why do you do get why why you gotta do this to me, Andy? Pizza's <laughs> by far my favorite food, so you should answer pizza because I love pizza. I love pizza too, but hear my hear me out. I'm gonna go with okay. tacos. Right. Now, now the reasoning is that they're just so versatile. You can like make them any which way. Like they're they're just as portable as a pizza folded in half. Like at, at what point do you turn a pizza into a taco? I think when you fold that pizza in half, it's now a taco. Boom. You're not wrong. That was pretty good reasoning. I if if pizza tacos were more of a thing, I would probably lean towards that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do a pizza taco every time too. That'd be delicious. <laughs> we need those on uh, Buford Highway down Atlanta. I guess the that's next where you get all like a calzone. That's like almost it's a pizza burrito, I guess. It is an Italian burrito. That's basically <laughs> what it is. All right, uh, Instagram or TikTok or what? TikTok. TikTok. I don't, oh, I don't even have a TikTok, so I, I I don't know if you have one. No, I, I don't even have a TikTok. I do have an Instagram, but I don't even use it. So I guess I was gonna ask, where can people look you up? Uh he's not uh, an influencer, Nikki. He doesn't yeah. need to be getting all He doesn't have to be. You had five hundred people when we met you. Come on now, Andy. I had like three hundred thirty. <laughs> now you got five hundred and thirty eight. Mostly because of that picture I put up of me and my girlfriend and that sweet post that went viral and it got me a lot. And then now they're leaving. <laughs> um, now they're leaving because I put up stuff I like to put up. Well, oh man, I don't know if I should answer this though or not. Like you know, just all these random people following you and stuff. But uh, I guess on you Reddit, like random people. On Reddit, you can find me at, uh, what is it? It's u slash fishy, F-Y-S-H-E. But other than that, I'm basically on Discord all the time. Have you ever thought about doing an AMA on Reddit Uh, for for that subreddit you did? I mean... Does it have enough people on there? Someone's already going through and doing that right now. We've got one of the season one guys. He's uh, actually doing interviews with any of the Leo folk that are uh, that are uh, up to do like interviews with them. So you said Leos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Love is online. That's that's the short. Uh, like astrology, Leo. No, like their lame acronym. Oh, Leo. Oh, Love is online. <laughs> like Lib. I like that Leo. That's good. Not lame. Just it's goofy. That's good. Yeah. Um, well, so let's do, uh, you want to do one more, Nikki, a big one? Yeah, yeah, make it big. TP over or under? 
Um, I'm gonna go over because okay. when I was a child, I thought it was really funny to take the TP and put it in the toilet and then flush the toilet so the TP just like gets sucked all the way down. And so my parents then had to basically put it under until I grew out of that. I like that. You, <laughs> oh, you, I get it. You had You're a, a horrible cow. Yeah, sad. <laughs> I broke into my mom's Advil once and ate it like candy because it has that candy coating. So I was uh, not perfect either. Oh my god, guys. But you know what? I feel like boys are always into something. I have a boy and a girl and my my daughter, she's very when I say calm, cool, and collect my son, he's like a little monkey. He's all over the place. I remember one time I basically, I got in trouble for, I was taking, I was filling water up from the sink, dumping it in the toilet, and repeatedly dumping, flushing the toilet over and over. So I was just refilling the toilet from the sink. So my dad was like, what the hell are you doing? Wasting water? Oh, tons. And I, because I did that for an hour before he saw me too. What was this? What was the worst thing you ever did as a kid, Ben? Oh man. Um, I, I don't know. Worse. Like I was. I definitely got into sh- shenanigans, but like I don't know what you'd call worse. But I guess one story, and this is something I'd brought up uh, during Love Is Online as well. Um, so I, I had mentioned like I had first drank alcohol when I was nine, but Whoa. yeah, wow. I mean, my God, right? what was your drink of choice at nine? Uh, I didn't because I, I hated it. Uh, my, my parents, my mom's side of the family, they live in, uh, the middle of California and, uh, wine country. So they were like, Oh, if you want some wine with dinner or whatever, go ahead. And I'd try it. And it was gross at the time. Um, but a little bit of a throwback before that, the first time I got drunk was when I was three. Um, and it's a funny story because in Tennessee, we had a persimmon tree in the back and the persimmons got ripe and they fell off the tree and then they started fermenting in the backyard. So then uh. I went and ate them. And I mean, there's alcohol in them at that point. Oh, you just, you, you cleaned that up real well. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like his parents. Cut the cut the video. Cut the podcast. Right. So So it's kind of like those marula fruit. Have you ever heard about how uh, like elephants and other animals in Africa will eat the marula fruit and get super drunk? I have not heard that. That's great though. Look it up. There's cool videos of it of them eating this fruit and then they're all just wasted. Just like <laughs> hammered, like the elephants stumbling all over the place, monkeys falling all over, giraffes super drunk. Good stuff. <laughs> but they're not three years old, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thank you so much for being on the show today, Ben. But before we let you go, let me ask you uh, what's next for you? Um, well, I mean, besides surviving COVID 2020, um, I don't know, uh, just making it through all this. I mean, I'm still after COVID 2020, still searching. Uh, I haven't stopped. I don't intend to stop until I I find someone that's willing to stick around. So I'm going to keep Well, come to Atlanta. There's a lot of people here that are desperate. You see my hair? I'm desperate. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I'm bad at baking. I'm really bad at baking, but I, I can cook up a storm, though. Oh, uh, yeah, come on. I'll take you. <laughs> I, I bake. I bake. Shit. I bake. Uh, 2,600 miles. 2,594. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for talking with us tonight. That was fun. No problem. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, and uh, y'all stay safe and keep it real. Will do. Thank you, Ben. Thanks again to Ben for stopping by to share his experience, Nikki for holding down the fort, and of course, one of our favorite guest hosts, Andy from Love is Blind. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Don't forget, you can follow The Love Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you love us, send over a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for loving love with us, and we will see you tomorrow with a special interview with Janine, the host of Love is Online.